Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Wild hair up her rear about um, <laughs> about Justin Timberlake. Um, and she'll be sharing it on her show. You're going to want to tune in for that. I have to follow up with something. Okay, what? Okay, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment, everything clarifying things for Bradley <laughs> Trainer. What? Um, you were like, uh, David Duchovny, that show, Californication. Mm-hmm. That was not the show that I was referencing. Oh, okay. It was a Showtime show called... The Red Shoe Diaries. Do you remember that oh, erotic vaguely. drama? Yeah, mm-hmm. vaguely. Also, can I just say... It was softcore, wasn't it? It was basically Very softcore. Very much. You saw butts and boobs, but no um, uh, other bits. But the same, but the same was kind of true for Californication in the sense that it was a little bit close to home for him. What I'm saying is, yes, you're right, Bradley. You were right. It was not Californication. I, mean, I know I was right because was... you just wouldn't let me talk. So I just wanted to clarify so anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and say that I think it's a good thing that he didn't give in, you know, his later. I can't. Holly, I can't with him right now. How about we just go uh, I'm, We're going to in just a minute. But what I wanted to say was I'm glad that uh, David Duchovny, given, you know, the sex addiction, et cetera, didn't do that wholesome family show. Yeah. Right, because weird. Yeah, because he would have just like walked onto the set and like dropped his pants. Well, you don't know. I mean, I mean it is. Too, it's like, not like he was dry humping parts of the X Files. No, set. but I'm, what I'm saying is, it wouldn't have been very becoming. I mean, I don't know. Let's just, for example, look at Bill Cosby. You know, look yeah. what's happened to his career given true. his mm-hmm. actions. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay, we have to talk about Taylor Swift, though, for real, and here's why. She's not going to have a good year. How do you know? Did you get a crystal ball? Did you take psychic classes? Oh, I did, actually. Holly, play the music. Mm, interesting. Give me my psychic music, and, mm. I'll, and I'll be a psychic. Okay. Hello. I am the psychic person. How are you? I'm fine. Hi, psychic person. Thanks for showing up on our show. Say, um, it's good to being here. Okay, so I have a question about yes. Taylor Swift. Yes, I have an answer. Okay, what kind of year is Taylor Swift going to have? She is going to have year like porta potty, very deep but fill up quick. <laughs> they have a deep life that fills up quick. I, does that mean it's going to be like, is her life going to be like what's in the porta potty? Lots of uh, poopy doopies. Okay. All right. So Here's she's gonna, why. Okay, why? Because she's not selling out her tours. Oh. Her tickets are not selling very good. You know, she has 
very high ticket prices. Highing, yes. Very highing ticket prices. People not buying the tickets. <laughs> And uh, she's very concerned. People are very disappointed in her. And um, she's going to not be very good this year. People not going to like Taylor Swift. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, psychic person, mm. um, for joining us. Time. Let's get Bradley back. Why? I liking being here. <laughs> okay. No, seriously, though, um, Taylor Swift, uh, everything that psychic lady just said, psychic person? I don't, I don't know. I think it was person. Um, psychic person said with a, a vague... Um, accent from another land that uh everything she said is true that um in her current reputation uh tour the ticket sales are shaping up to be a real disaster and i i think i know why but let's so um apparently they this one particular article i was reading took a look at ticketmaster's interactive seating charts and mm -hmm. confirmed that the schedule of 33 dates for this north american tour has yet to produce a single sellout That's from its May launch in Phoenix to its October 6th finale in Arlington, Texas. That's also despite seats being uh, available to the general public since her birthday, December 13th. Now, for comparison purposes, mm -hmm. all the dates on her 1989 tour in 2015 sold out. In like a hot second. Minutes, within yes. minutes, literally. I know. It was sort of a miracle that I even got tickets to go see it. And she had two She had two dates in, in Minneapolis or in St. Paul at, yeah. at XL. I think she has two here at U.S. Bank. And in fact, she's going to be the first act I read to play two dates at the U.S. Bank. That could be. Um, But not and that's sold a out. far bigger venue. So, I mean, there is that to, th you know, to throw out there. Mm -hmm. It's a larger venue. But do you, does it have something to do with, or do, do you think it has something to do with, um, the fact that she has... I don't really quite understand this whole uh, world that she has set up where super fans have to pay to get access yep. to certain things. Mm -hmm. And then once you uh, get access to them, then you get preferential treatment to buy the tickets. It's almost like you have to prepay to get. Not only do you have to prepay, but you have to do these dumb things called boosts. And it's a long uh, and complicated process that I don't even really care to go into. But they have this verified fan program and then they change it to Taylor Swift ticks. Um, which allows you to do these things called boosts that promises to give you improved chances to get in line for tickets. Like it was just too complicated and too much rigmarole and the ticket prices. So, um, like they would have you, for example, buy the album, uh, for 50 bucks with a t-shirt um, or a snake ring and like doing all these things to get these additional right. boosts. And people are like, look, I just want to go see Taylor Swift right. and I don't want to have to pay through the, you know, the Yazoo. Whatever that, where, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> Yazoo. Wasn't that an actri actress, Yazoo Phillips or something? What was her name? I don't Yazoo know. Yazoo McCracken. I'm That's on a it. Thing. Keep going. Anyway, um, so... Uh, There are people in the industry who have basically said this is just a tone-deaf scam that amounts to upselling uh, these tickets for ridiculous prices. And so, you know, we'll see. And certainly it's not like Taylor Swift's going to go away. But um, it, it, by all indications, she's not going to have maybe as successful year. But that is all interesting, mm -hmm. right? And that probably has far more to do with the music industry than it does Taylor Swift in particular. right? Because it's not Taylor Swift sitting uh, with her cat in her lap going... 
Miss. Yes, excellent. Yes. Uh, let's yes. let's charge all these people's lots of money. I don't know why Taylor Swift is that psychic lady who was here moments ago, but I think it has more to do with the industry. However, I think the brand of Taylor Swift, I would be curious if this year she suffers in some way from a brand perspective because Taylor Swift is just a very generic brand at a time when people are feeling very emotionally connected to personalities. Mm-hmm. Did that make uh, sense? No, it does. And actually, I, I was just thinking sort of the same, that that she's making some choices right now that are actually separating her from her fans versus um, uh, giving giving the appearance that she is as connected as she has been in the past, number one. Number two, she is kind of a bland person. And we've seen And it's her... strategic, right? Because, yeah. you know, she's appealing to lowest common denominator. She doesn't want to give people reasons to not listen. But I feel like in the age that we live in right now, people do want to feel connected to and identify with a person. But when you're kind of like everyone or everything to everyone, I don't know how people feel particularly strongly for you. Right, right. And, I, and so I think that it's probably a combination of those two exact things, Bradley, that um, that are making her. And also, you know, listen, I'm going to be honest. I think she made a lot of mistakes between uh, the release of her last album and the release of this album. Like what? Um, the way that she reacted to some of the things that uh, were happening to her in the media, the way she tried to manipulate the story of what happened between her and Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Uh, And then the way that she tried to use that to propel her new album. It's like, she wants us to all think she's a, a, a valuable player in the game, but it's like, she's three steps behind everything. She's not a master manipulator. No, she's kind no. of reactive. No. And um, I, I kind of think a lot of people are beyond her. And I also don't think the album made the splash that 1989 made or that we wanted to see from her. We wanted to see, you know, if she were going to grow as an artist, she would have had to elevate it a little bit. And I don't know that she did. I don't think I think she missed the mark. Yeah. So there's probably a lot that goes into it. By the way, Yazoo is uh, a British... Zazu Phillips. No, Zazu. Okay, so there's Zazu, but Yazoo is a British synth pop group deal. Oh. Duo, yeah. So there you go. There was Bijou Phillips. I mean, there's two... No, but Zazu... No, there's there guys, Zazu... Zazu is the name of the bird in... Um, is it yeah, in... Yeah, but that's not... Uh, I know what you're... Aladdin? The Lion King. Or the Lion King, yeah. yes, Zazu. Yeah, and they're Zuzu's petals. Yeah, it's a Zuzu wonderful petal, life. But isn't there like mm-hmm. an old Zazu? Okay, we're gonna work on <laughs> whatever this is, and when we come back, we're gonna get in a time machine. I'm dead serious. I'm not kidding. We're going back yeah. in time. Back in time. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Lori and Julia. Old Lang. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And what year are we going to? Uh, today, I would like us all to travel back to Saturday, January 2nd. It's yesterday, but really, it's a lot further back. It's a long time ago, 1988. Saturday night. We're going to turn on our TVs. Oh, fun. We're sitting on our Barca lounger. Oh, this is good. And we're going to watch the Saturday Night Lineup from 1988. Okay, so let me give you a little backstory before we do this. That was the Doctor Who theme, of course, because time travel, you get it. Okay. Um, not everybody's a nerd. 
Uh, I was on the Twitter machine last night and I saw a tweet that included the Saturday night lineup from 1988. And I thought, oh, my God, I think it is safe to say this is literally the best Saturday night primetime lineup of my life. And it will never be replaced and nothing since uh, has ever done what this lineup did for you. Exactly. So I thought the way we could relive this lineup Again, for those of you who don't know, we used to sit at home and watch TV on Saturdays. Yeah, that's what people did. People don't do that anymore, but Saturday night television was a big deal. Um, that said, uh, let's go back to Saturday, 1988, January 2nd, and I thought we could just play the theme songs in order from the four shows that made up the primetime lineup, and uh, let's kick things off with this very familiar theme song. Feel free to sing along. Yeah! You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and learn. The facts of life, the facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you're going down the door without the facts of life. The facts of life, when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams. And suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. You. You know what? Mm, I do. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get them right. When you're learning the facts of learning the facts of life. Oh yeah. So okay. Oh wait, no wait. We gotta get the run again. Learning the facts of life. Okay, so that was this sh- the first show that kicked off Saturday, uh, 1988's primetime lineup on NBC, Facts of Life. And then mm-hmm. it was time for this little favorite. No place like home. Oh, gosh, yes. 227. Mm. You're never alone. There's no need to roam. People remember, of course, mm, Marla Gibbs, the sharp-tongued inner-city resident, gossip, and housewife Mary Jenkins. That is the Wikipedia definition of this particular show. And of course, it starred people like Hal Williams, uh, Elena Reed Hall, and the hilarious neighbor, Jack A. Helen Martin, Regina King, who went on to do great things. Yeah. She's still a working actress. Mm. And uh, oh my God, I love that show. There's no need to roam, because there ain't no place like better believe it. There ain't no place like believe it. There ain't no place like there ain't no place like home. No place, child. I mean, really? Okay. Oh, so, so imagine good. you sit down to watch Facts of Life and then 227 and then, oh my God, wait for it. It's the sweet spot, 1988. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's primetime lineup on NBC. This. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, this is where it all began for you, Bradley. <laughs> that was just me loving it. Mm. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Oh my gosh, I love this day already. Yep, that's right. Golden Girls. I mean, it sounds like we're listening to it on the TV right now. I should have gotten a better version it's for you. Gift would be from me and the heart attached. What would it say? Thank you for being a friend. Oh, so good. I mean, oh, this seriously. is like the extended version. Yes. Invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. Hello. <laughs> All right. So, so far we've watched uh, an hour and a half of television and it's Facts of Life. I mean, are there, were there any better sitcoms on at that time? Facts of Life, uh, 227, The Golden Girls. And that's not it. Now, this one, I bet a lot of people don't remember um, right off the bat. But this, I'm telling you, this was, a, this was an amazing show. Let's listen to the last part of 1988's NBC lineup uh, that that uh, took place this year, many years, or this week, many years ago. Mm, yes! Okay, I was in the revival. I threw my hands up and took the microphone down. Turn on the lights from heaven, Lord. Shine on me. Shine on me. Turn on the light. Amen. This is a show that doesn't get enough love, frankly, and I don't know why um, it doesn't. Because to me, I think it was one of the best shows, one of the best sitcoms. Is this even on in reruns? I mean, I don't even think I've seen this on in reruns anytime recently. I don't think so. I don't. I remember watching, uh, and it had a long run. It went from 1986 to 1981. Um, And of course, Sherman Hemsley formerly of the Jeffersons. Which I always thought was really, I remember being tickled at that age at the fact that Marla Gibbs was on a different show the same night as Sherman Hemsley was on. You know what I mean? Because they had been in the Jeffersons together. So Anna Marie Harsford uh, played Thelma. So you remember it was Ernest Mm -hmm. Fry and Thelma. And uh, then there was uh, Clifton Davis playing Reuben. And that oh, was just, it's such a wonderful such lineup. Such a great They show. will never make television like that again. That's true. But uh, anyway. At least we lived through it. A little bit right? of history just for you. Courtesy of television. Oh, thank you for that. Now when we come back, we've got some crazy, stupid idiots all lined up for you right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. which means that we it's have... It's time for the dentist. <laughs> You're funny. It means no. that we have carefully selected <laughs> some crazy, stupid idiots for you. You're funny. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present 
CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Yes, Queen. But that's not where we're going first. We're going to my old uh, haunt, Tejas, otherwise known as Texas. Oh, I thought you meant the restaurant. I kind of miss that restaurant. Yeah, no. Talking about the state. Okay. And a restaurant, nonetheless. But this is in Austin, and... I want to tell you a couple. Uh, One is a brown chicken and one is a brown cow. And that just was not a good joke. Because what I was trying to do there was to say... Yes. I was not trying to cast aspersions on the woman's weight. species sexual activity. Yes. Um... So I want to tell you the tale of Jonathan Hightower and LaShonda Fisher. Okay, uh, Jonathan 31, LaShonda 28, and they were charged with something, uh, a little brown chicken, brown cow action. (laughs) Thank you. That maybe took place at a restaurant. Like in full view of the diners? Yes, yes. So... They decided that they wanted to go to a very popular eatery in Austin called Baby Acapulco. Okay. The only problem is they tried to make a baby in the in Baby Acapulco. Acapulco. Although, hey. to be to be quite technical about it, this was not a baby making uh, maneuver. Mm-hmm. This was a different maneuver. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it happened in plain sight. Cops were summoned to the Mexican restaurant around ten twenty five. When a manager said that the two customers had engaged in uh, tasty pleasures at a booth inside, I was just trying to think of a euphemism. Did they have the special chimichanga? (laughs) Yes, they did. Uh, They engaged in tasty pleasures with the chimichanga at a booth. Is chimichanga? (laughs) Yes. I can't do this. Inside the business, in front of customers... The couple, according to the worker uh, that called police, had left the restaurant and were at an adjacent gas station. Um, Apparently, a witness told them that while she was eating, she observed the female suspect giving tasty pleasures to the male suspect. The diner recalled the female suspect's head um, making an up and down motion toward the male suspect's chimichanga for about five minutes. Oh, my gosh. The oh, male gosh. suspect's chimichanga was exposed. Oh, of course it was. Uh, as things were happening. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, so here's what I... So that happened, right? They're at the Baby Acapulco. Yeah. Also, what the heck is a Baby Acapulco? It's just a weird name for a restaurant. Anyway. I would, I'm, I'm actually going to look into their uh It looks menu. like on the sign they just go by Baby A's. Okay. But anyway, my question is... Oh, guess what? 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 Their mascot is an elephant. Okay. okay. <laughs> is that supposed to mean something? I'm trying to say an elephant has a big trunk. Oh, you're Thank focused you. on the chimichanga still. I am okay. still focused on the chimichanga. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, no. So. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. So, so that happened. Mm-hmm. But here's my question: mm-hmm. Like, 
how do you, you know, like, okay, so maybe you get really excited and, and then it happens. But then, I how mean, does it I will say, for... I get very excited around food. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, especially Mexican food if it's good. And they're in Texas, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was real good. I still haven't been able to find an amazing Tex Mex place here in Minnesota. It's a long story, but um, for another day. How, like, so you get excited and you find yourself providing tasty, uh, tasty <laughs> pleasures. How do you then do it for five minutes? Like, what is going on? Like, I mean, if you were sitting at a restaurant and you looked over and Tasty Pleasures was happening. Can I also just say, if the hot food has arrived at the table, I'm not really going to be distracted for five minutes from it. Thank you. Doing anything. Thank you. And by the way, after a big plate of Mexican food. I don't, I have no desire for tasty pleasures. If anything, it's, it's a desire for bathroom pleasures. I'm just saying you like know, we sex is the We were at a point and then we went to a different sex. place. He's a Louise, you guys. Uh, but seriously though, like how does it go on for five minutes? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. But like, what does, I, like would you, I feel like I would get up and leave. Like, I, if somebody was happening, like, if that was happening at the table next to me, I oh, couldn't sit there for five minutes right. eating, like, crunch, crunch, excuse me, crunch, crunch. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Chips and like, salsa, if, crunch, if crunch. I, if, like, if my kids were there, we'd be out. Yeah. But if it's just me, I might. Um, I'm not watching. I'm just sort of listening. I'm just paying attention. Okay, you're, no, because dig yourself out. I'm of this not dinner and a show for Colleen. no, 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 no. But hear me out. I am curious enough to want to be around what's happening to see how people are reacting, what gets said, who gets asked to leave, how this all ends. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little yeah. I'm curious. Well, somehow it ends by them leaving and going to the gas station nearby, and that's where they ended up getting picked up. But I mean, like, so did they pay for their tab? Did the waiter go, is there anything else I can get you that you don't already seem to have? Just the check then? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm, like I am chips? looking at this menu. Does it look good? I mean, yeah, to me it does. Maybe because I'm kind of hungry for Mexican food right now. Um, but they have all kinds of great tacos. They've got enchiladas. Yes, they do have a double chimichanga plate. <laughs> okay. I they do. I just want you to know. They um, do also offer good. seat. Now, if they'd only taken them up on it, looks like they offer private events. Well, you know, it looks like maybe they thought they were having a private event. In public. Wrong. Anyway, right. so, uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you about a couple in Florida that's maybe a little bit less happy than that couple we just talked about. Okay. okay? I'm going to tell you about Michael Wilson. He's 32 and he um, is married or uh, at least was married at the time that this event occurred. Um, He, uh, his wife was out of town and he uh, decided, you know what? I kind of want to be done with this relationship. And so he did really what any sane person would do, and he rigged up uh, a mechanism to electrocute his wife when she went to open the door to their home. Right? That's what you would do. Uh, no. no. Um, here's what he did. So he attached several electrical devices to the inside of the deadbolt lock uh, and the door handle uh, of their Palm Coast home. What? Um, this was a ploy that could have easily led to her death. He, uh, had, had it rigged up such that all she needed to do 
was place the key into the keyhole and it would complete the electrical circuit, thereby electrocuting her. Now, that in and of itself, the plan, horrible, terrible, awful, right? Yeah. But the plan went awry multiple ways. First of all, they began to be a little bit suspicious after he warned the family to not allow the child, because they had a child, oh God. to be the one to open the door. So, hmm, that's interesting. Don't let the child open the door, winky wink. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying why, but wink wink. But here's what, here's to me, this is really where he, he went afoul. He had updated his profile on Facebook to widowed. Um, before? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Before okay. she arrived. Okay. Home. Maybe he was just a little too excited. Apparently Maybe he was. save that for like after mm-hmm. she's dead. Yeah. That always scares me because I always feel like, you know, your spouse could just do you in on a moment's notice. Okay, we've had this conversation because you, I've talked about this too. You and I both talked about, I, my husband and I watch 48 Hours Mystery every twice in a while. And all of those stories are about a seemingly happy couple and one just like snaps. Yeah. <laughs> and I look at my husband and I think, I think I know you. Yeah, I'm just. But do I really know you? I mean, just keep your hands off the doorknobs or use gloves. Or go to Baby Acapulco's and maybe put some spice <laughs> back in the marriage. Order up that chimichanga. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, those were your crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. When we come back, we have our daily snap judgment. And today, the question we asked was, Bradley? Uh, tacos nope. or burritos? No, it was a Lord of the Ringies or El Hobito. Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? We asked that question on the MyTalk Facebook page. Head on over there, answer it. We will judge you for your answers after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show. 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, every day at this time, we like to head on over to the MyTalk Facebook page and see what you answered to our question, our Daily Snap Judgment. It's a this or that question, whatever floats our boat for the day. And today we ask the question, what, Bradley? Lord of the Rings or the Hobbits? And 25 people <gasps> answered this Rude. question. Usually uh, we get upwards of maybe 100. Haters go hate. Okay. I am wondering. Well, I put my elf ears on. Okay, are you ready for some of the answers? Yeah. Okay, Meredith said the Hobbit book wise, Lord of the Rings movie wise. No, I disagree. Well, first of all, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, so exactly. there's that. This is not a bisexual question. Right. Michael said, "I've been told I have Hobbit feet many times." Oh, that's hairy uh, knuckles. Um, <clears throat> Delana said, "Loader." That's Lord of the Rings, I'm honey. Kidding! I knew that. I have that. I have that. Uh, ben said, "Ugh, neither." Ugh, neither. To but you. I do know that I need to choose one, or I'll get the buzzer. Yeah. So the Hobbit. I loved the book up into the huge battle. I stopped reading then. Oh, wow! I mean, it's not that long of a book. Marley said, "The Hobbit," but an actual Hobbit that could live in my backyard. I mean, let me give her a ding for do that. You want a Hobbit in your backyard? I would want a Hobbit hole. Okay. Can I ask a question? That's a thing. That's where they live. I have to ask a question. Hmm. It's going to be a, a, a rude question. No, it's not. It's oh. a, this is a legit 
legit actual mm. question. Yes. So I'll preface it by telling you that I can't answer this question mm-hmm. because I've mm-hmm. not read nor seen any of this. Oh my God, this is so troubling. Um, when I grew uh, when I was growing up, my brother was a huge fan of this author. J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Um, I thought they were all the same thing. What do you mean? I thought The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings was like all the same ding dang story. Well, I mean, they're connected, but no, it's not the same story. I mean, one continues in the other. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts in a way but yeah it's so, not unre- it's not un- totally unrelated i just thought it was like all one i i thought you could use them interchangeably i oh, didn't no, realize they no. were two separate stories no. okay so that's yeah. my first that so i have to preface okay. this and lord by of the rings the is following. actually many stories it's what more like a compendium but okay okay my question then becomes hmm. what precisely is a hobbit what do you mean what is a hobbit what's a hobbit that's what I mean. It's what a, is a hobbit? It's a creature that is smaller than a human being. They live in holes and uh, they have hairy feet. Their feet are, you know, big. Are these, a th- is, are hobbits like a thing that people knew about or were they m- imagined up by J.R.R. Tolkien? <laughs> I'm being serious. You're Do you looking really at ask that question. <laughs> Do you really no, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is not, are, do they exist in the world? Okay, so I want to be very clear about that. What I'm saying is, are hobbits present in other types of stories and lore? Or is this just, why am I am not the only person who has hobbits, these questions. Hobbits are created by Tolkien. Thank you, that's a, my question. I mean... You know, are there historical mythological creatures that are small with hairy feet? Maybe. Right. That's what I mean. But, but not, so it's they were not called like hobbits. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, so it's not like a hobbit is like a fairy where there are many, yeah. many different types of fairies. But there are in, you know, in the world that Tolkien created, there are also dwarves and elves and dwarves and elves have, of course, existed. What are the difference between dwarves and elves then? Are you kidding me right now? Well, first of all, you want to get it on with an elf. You don't want to get on with a dwarf unless you have some sort of like, you know. Why do I want to get it on with an elf? Because they're sexy. Orlando Bloom. Okay. All right. Versus like Jonathan Reese Myers. Okay. I mean, he. you don't want to have anything to do with him, do you? Uh, dwarves are short, stocky, 
and they live under the ground in caves. They're often miners. Okay, so like Jack Black would be... He would be a great dwarf. He would be a dwarf. Yeah. Okay, but like a good elf would be... Like a, you know, well, Kate Blanchett, Gladriel. She was an elf. Elfin queen. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay, so fine. And then who's a hobbit? What's a hobbit? What do I want to do with a hobbit? Do I want to have no, any you'd, type of... you'd probably want to drink with a hobbit because okay. hobbits love to sort of, you know... Party. Are, like, honestly, I, I, I want to be an elf, but I'm more of a hobbit because I'm a Taurus, and hobbits are very much of the earth. They farm, they plant, they like to enjoy a good uh, <laughs> beverage on occasion. Are you They're saying very gregarious. that you're of the earth? <laughs> Yes. Okay. I just okay. No, I'm saying you know mm-hmm. Tauruses yeah. like to you know they like to be in the earth. Yes, you don't like to be in the earth. Yeah, I do. No, you. don't. I totally do. Oh my gosh, I can't even look at you while you're telling me these <laughs> lies. Hi, Donnie. I'm a Leo. Does that mean I could be the wizard? You could be a wizard, Donnie. I think oh gosh, of you so as a wizard. Okay. I mean, yeah, Gandalf. Oh my gosh. Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, I could be Gandalf. All right. Well, you know, I mean, I perform <clears throat> magic every afternoon. Ah! This is true. <laughs> this is true. Can I just, uh, while we have you here, Donnie, I have to tell you, I was commandeered by Lori in the hallway. She's very, very upset with Justin Timberlake yeah, right she, now. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, I know. Will this be discussed at length on the Lori and Julia show coming up at three o'clock on my talk one oh seven one? I'm afraid so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lucky I'm not even going to tell people why she's incensed <laughs> no, no, with no, him. No, don't give it away. She is irate. No, Justin I, Timberlake is literally yeah. on her list right now. I, I know. I know. I, I, I almost brought it up yesterday why? and I then understand. I bit my tongue. Okay. Well, I'll tell you off the air, Bradley, or mm. we'll just tune into Lori and Julia coming up next. Um, okay. So, Donnie, question for you. Yeah. Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, good answer. Good yeah. answer. That's the correct answer. I actually. thought The Hobbit, the movie The Hobbit, I thought was a little dull. Well, and they tried, they made three movies out of a movie that should have been one, barely. The story is so short. Well, you couldn't have done it in one movie. That was a bit much. At least two. Okay. Wait, are you saying The Hobbit was short? Was short? <laughs> Whatever, that was no. kind of no, funny. That, well, at least you know what you were talking about that time. I, oh, I thought you meant, never mind, I misunderstood. No, The Hobbit could have been one movie. Yeah, The Lord of the Rings of the certainly Rings, deserved yeah. to be three movies. And okay, it was, in no. fact, you remember, here's a little known fact. It was Harvey Weinstein who wanted them to make it one movie. And they were like, screw that. New Line uh, came on board. Uh, and took over for the yeah, Weinstein companies and allowed uh, Peter Jackson to have his three movies. Yeah, there's no way you could have done that. <laughs> no. Movie. That movie, honestly, to me, is one of the best movie franchises of modern time. The amount really? of work and I, effort that I was put into it. that. Interesting. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Very okay. thoughtful. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I have to uh, not... Rest of the room? <laughs> do that. Holly? <laughs> what? Game of- I feel like Holly's got what some I- nerd. What? Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically the 1977 yeah, animated of version of The Hobbit. Directed, Here we go. Directed yeah. by Ralph oh, Bakshi. God, yeah. They had a little book in Ralph my... Macchio? <laughs> 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 Ralph Bakshi! Okay. And it was illustrated by... I'm sure you know these things, Holly. Actually, the what? illustrator... No, he wasn't the illustrator. He was the animator, Ralph oh, Bakshi. Sorry, the... oh, he directed okay. the 1977 version of this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and it was Rankin-Bass. Mm-hmm. And it was Rankin-Bass, and The Hobbit 
it was almost it was very countercultural. And Donnie, you would have been alive at this time. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. the Hobbit it was considered sort of countercultural and hippies were like wearing like their Hobbit stuff. Uh, and- Led Zeppelin totally sung about the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit back in the day. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. Yeah. People had their hobbit shoes. I don't even know. And I can't. buying a stairway no. to heaven. One no. ring to rule them all. Oh my you guys, gosh. Did you guys ever read the farce book about Bilbo and it was called uh, Dildo and Frito? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> it was very funny. Okay, well, Bradley will be Googling that right now. And, Dildo and uh, Fritos. It sounds so, like yeah. my I'm gonna, college we're gonna, experience. We're going to get out of here before really any of funny. us get fined by the FCC. Thank you for listening to us today Bye. on the Colina Bradley Show. Stay tuned for Lori and Julia coming up next on My Talk 1071.